This is the Publicity for Pet Businesses podcast with Rachel Spencer. Listen in each week for tips on ways to win media coverage and create content to make sure your pet business stands out from the competition. Hi, and thanks so much for tuning into this episode of the podcast where I'm going to be taking you through five simple steps to get your pet business in the press. So if you're listening to this episode and you would like some supporting material to help you with the things that I cover, then do go to my website and do go and grab my five steps to get your pet business in the press ebook, which is basically a 10 page ebook downloadable, um, which will guide you through the steps that I'm covering in this podcast episode. It means you'll be able to make some notes on there and you'll also be able to put like a few lists and that kind of thing on there. It's got links to other content, other podcasts, other examples which you can go and have a look at and that's really going to help you when it comes to working through the five different steps and these are my tried and tested step-by-step process which will help you get press coverage for your pet business. So if you want to go and grab that, if you head to my website it's publicityforpetbusinesses.co.uk forward slash freebies and on that page you'll find the link to download the actual um, ebook with all of the details in in this podcast episode. So if you want to go and grab that before you listen to it, then you can work through it as well, um, or you can go and get the download and then print it out and then work through it in your own time as well. Okay, so this episode is for you if you're listening to my podcast and you want to get publicity, and by that I mean if you want to get press coverage. So if you would love to raise the profile of your pet business by being featured in newspapers, magazines, on the radio or even on the TV, This guide is going to give you everything that you need to find publications or outlets to pitch to and also to find the right journalist to approach. I'll also talk you through creating your story as well and how to write a pitch which you will craft your story into and then send off to the journalist. So I'm recording this podcast at the beginning of December 2021 um, and I'm really excited actually to be recording it because last night I did... Um, a guest expert session in a pet business community in the top 20 in the top 20 percent community which is run by a brilliant lady called joe middleton and i tested out this um these five steps it went down really well and we had loads of positive feedback with people saying it had really demystified the whole concept of getting press coverage and they went away buzzing with their ideas and I know that they're going to be going and pitching about their pet businesses and getting some really good press coverage. So I hope you found this episode helpful. As ever, if you do, um, do drop me a line on social media. I'm at Rachel Spencer UK on all platforms. So now I'm going to go through the main part of the show. So why do we want to get in the press in the first place? Well, you've got an awesome pet business and you want the world to know about it, don't you? Whether you are providing a service for pet owners or you've got a product that people love or that can really help pets and their owners to enjoy life and have their have the best time possible, people need to know about it, don't they? So the pet industry is booming. It has been amazing for the industry over the past couple of years. I'm recording this in December 2021. Um, when we locked down in March 2020, so coming up for two years ago, We had a huge boom in the pet industry. People wanted dogs, people wanted cats. The dog population has gone up from 9.5 million to 12.5 million here in the UK. And the cat population has gone up significantly as well. I think that's gone up from about 9.5 million to about 11.5 million. 
So huge, huge numbers there and lots of new pet parents who need your service or who need your product. But how do we stand out? How do we stand out from the competition? How do we make people choose us? Now, we can all set up, it's really brilliant, when, there's never been a better time when it comes to promoting our pet businesses. We can set up our own platforms on social media. We can have our own websites. We can have blogs. We can have podcasts like this one. We can have a YouTube channel. There's so much that we can do to get ourselves out there. But the reason why media coverage is so effective is because it gets you in front of a lot of people, a lot of pet owners in one go. So when I was doing this talk yesterday, we were talking about the Facebook algorithm and how we are at the mercy of the likes of Mark Zuckerberg and the other big tech giants who dictate what people see on our social media channels. So for example, I shared a post about one of my podcasts recently and Facebook told me it had only been seen by about 20 people. Now I put a lot of work into my podcast and want it to be seen by more people than that. So that's really frustrating and I know I speak to a lot of people who do find um, social media frustrating because they can't that when they look at the reach that their posts get it's really really um, disheartening however with media coverage you reach a lot of people in one go so even if you're appearing in your local paper that's usually going to have a reach of you know at least tens of thousands of people so rather than only reaching 20 people with a facebook post that paper has been bought by 40,000 people so you've got 40,000 people potentially reading about you and what you do the impact of that is that they can pick up the phone, they can book your services. It also goes onto the internet as well and it's there forever serving you and your business. So sending people to your website, answering the questions that people might be looking for if they're looking for a dog walker in Warrington or a dog groomer in Yorkshire or whatever it is that they're looking for. Maybe it might be a, you know, a slogan t-shirt for a terrier owner. If they're going to the internet and looking for that, there's a news article about your product that's going to send people to you. So you might have seen other pet businesses getting really good media coverage and wondered how do they do it. Um, for instance, one of my clients, um, Zoe Willingham, who is a dog trainer over in Suffolk from the from Best Behaviour Dog Company, she was on um, BBC Radio Suffolk yesterday and she was talking about dog training and um, she was on the radio roadshow and it actually led to about six people ringing her that morning and asking about her services that's brilliant isn't it she's gone out on a radio station reached tens of thousands maybe hundreds of thousands of people in her local area and they're picking up the phone and they're getting in touch with her to find out more about her service so hope those sales were encouraging for you um, the good news is you don't have to spend loads of money on pr or get you know hire somebody to get press coverage to make sure your pet business is seen in this podcast and in my five steps to get in the press guide, you're going to find everything that you need to get press coverage for your pet business. So I'm going to make a start now and tell you about the different steps. So step number one is to think about who is it that you want to reach. So when you're looking to get publicity for your pet business, it's really important to think about who is it that you want to actually get in front of in the first place. So if you're a dog walker and you're a dog walker in Newcastle, for example, you want to find a way of reaching people who own dogs in Newcastle who might need to have them walked. So if you were to appear in the Newcastle Chronicle with a story related to your dog walking business, then people who are looking for a dog walker in Newcastle, they might Google that and they might find the article about you. They might find out about you from the article, they might find it online, they might hear about it from a friend who's read the article. But if you've got a great piece of content in your local newspaper about being a dog walker in Newcastle, 
that means that you're reaching people in Newcastle whose dogs need to be walked. So if you have a local service business, you're going to need to reach people in your local area who are going to come and book onto your training sessions, come in to have their cat or dog groomed, or book you as a pet sitter or behaviourist or whatever it is that you do in your service business. If you've got an online business, let's say if you're selling products for terrier owners like my client Michelle from Scruffy Little Terrier, she's got an online business so she can sell her accessories and lifestyle products to people all over the UK, potentially to people worldwide as well. So for Michelle, while it's really great for her to get local coverage because it raises her profile in her local area, it's also really helpful for her to get wider coverage in magazines or in newspapers, in bigger national newspapers, because then if people are looking for gifts for terrier owners or lifestyle products for dog lovers, they can find out about her that way. Michelle has also been in really, really high profile magazines. So actually people who are reading magazines, who are reading about dog products, they can discover her that way as well. So if I was a local dog groomer in Newcastle, I would want to reach people locally. But if I was Michelle, I was selling, selling products across the UK, potentially worldwide, I'd want to reach people locally. Yep, that would be nice. Really good for local, local profile. You know, she could potentially go and market her products to a local business, to a local boutique. But I'd also be thinking of, of helping people find out about my product nationally as well. So with Michelle, she's been in titles like Your Dog Magazine, The Mail on Sunday, Coast Magazine, uh, Real People Magazine. So again, titles that cover the whole of the UK. So think about who you want to reach. Depending on what it is that you sell or the service that you provide will depend on who it is that you want to reach. So that's step number one. Step number two is to think about where you want to be featured. So I talked about it a little bit then. Now, when I was doing my live training last night, it was really interesting actually, because we were talking about publicity and my main focus is getting press coverage, getting media coverage, so newspapers, magazines, TV, radio. But actually communities are really useful as well. So if, let's say if you were a dog trainer and you worked with children, um, you worked with parents and young children, teaching them, training them how to behave around their dog or you worked with parents-to-be helping prepare their dogs for when the new baby comes a really helpful community for you to go into would be a parenting group so there could be a parenting group meeting that meets face to face where you could go and do a talk or there could be a parenting group on Facebook locally where you could be in that group maybe go and do a guest expert and you're going to be reaching the exact people who you want to get in front of so that's something for you to think about. I know it's not press coverage, but it is something for you to think about. And I do want you to, um, to open your mind really to lots of different possibilities when it comes to where you want to be featured and how you want to reach the people you want to reach. So when you think about where you want to be featured, go and have, go and do a little bit of research on, um, you know, on your ideal client and the media that they consume so if you're looking for dog owners in Newcastle then you could go away and you could find all the different magazines newspapers radio stations blogs podcasts that cover people who are people who that basically appeal to people who have dogs in Newcastle go and put a list together um, and then obviously you can when you've got your story idea you can work your way through them but also have a think about your ideal client you know who, who are they tuned into? What are they reading? What do they listen to? Who do they follow? Are there any social media influencers that, that they really admire? So let's say if you make products for a specific breed, you make products for schnauzers, then there might be like a, might be a schnauzer influencer that you could potentially go and work with 
and that feature would get you lots of interest and lots of eyes on your products. Let's say if you're a trainer and you specialise in working with dachshunds, I hope I've pronounced that right, you might offer training all over the world and actually being on, if you, you know, if you offer training online and actually being on a podcast or a blog for dachshund owners could be the perfect place for you to go and reach your ideal client. Maybe your research has revealed like your ideal client loves reading Woman and Home magazine. If you've got a product, a lifestyle product, that could be a really good place for you to aim to be featured. Now that might feel like, oh my gosh, that, that just sounds so big. It's not possible for me to, you know, to appear in such a big magazine. It might sound scary, but don't worry, you can absolutely do this. Um, one of my clients is Kim O'Donnell from Leo, Charlie and Me, and she wanted to, uh, she had a goal to appear in some lovely glossy women's magazines. She ended up being in a spread in good housekeeping, talking about her pet accessory business. And all she did was follow the tips that I'm sharing here. So think about, you know, who it is that you want to reach and then think about the kind of media that they're consuming. Now, if your goal is local coverage, um, I will link to a podcast episode where you can find five different outlets you can pitch stories about your local pet service business. I'll link to that in the show notes. And if you do go and download the PDF, there'll be a clickable link where you can go and listen to that extra podcast and get a bit more um, help with that. So step three is what's your story? Now, if you go to the journalist and say, I want you to write about my business, they're just going to turn around and tell you to take out an advert. So it's really important that you're creative and you think of something around your pet business that people are going to find interesting and newsworthy and you put a story together for the journalist. So if you're thinking, oh my gosh, I don't have a story, you know, how do I go about doing that? I'll give you a couple of ideas. Again, I will link to a couple of other podcasts which will help you come up with story ideas, but here are a few to get you started. So did you have a light bulb moment that led you to start your business? So, for example, one of my clients is Sarah Jones from My Anxious Dog. And Sarah, she basically has an anxious dog called Bella. And she found that whenever she took Bella out for walks, other dogs would come over, other dogs would jump on her, other dogs would approach her and really upset her. She'd heard that wearing yellow could help signify to other dog owners that her dog was anxious and needed space. But she'd go out with like a little yellow ribbon on her collar or on her lead and nobody even noticed it. So Sarah was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? I really need to, you know, make life less stressful for Bella and myself. And she had the light bulb moment to create her own bright yellow leads, collars and accessories with anxious, nervous, keep away. And it was literally like spelling out so, so much to people approaching her that Bella did not want to be approached. So that's her light bulb moment. She was fed up with poor Bella being stressed. She was fed up of having to tell people to keep the dogs away. She had the light bulb moment to make her own products and that is her story. So if a light bulb moment led to you starting your business or launching a product, that's the kind of thing that a journalist would be interested in. Another thing to consider is, is there something in the news that you can relate your story to? So as I'm recording this, beginning of December 2021, we've got Christmas coming up, haven't we? So your story idea could be about how to prepare your puppy for their first Christmas or how to make Christmas stress-free for you and your puppy and all the people who might be visiting. Is there something in the news that you can relate to? So one of the things that's been in the news recently has been around separation anxiety. So can you turn that into a story where you're sharing your expert comment on how to help dogs with separation anxiety. Maybe there's been a report on increased spending in pets. And if you want to find things like this, just go to Google, have a little look around and try and find, thing, try and find news reports that are relevant to what you do. 
So if you make a product and there's been a report on people spending more money on the pets at Christmas, can you talk about that? Can you make that into a story? Maybe you own or you've worked with an inspiring animal. So a few of my clients, um, they have hydrotherapy businesses and quite often dogs will go for hydrotherapy and they, it will, they will go there as, you know, the final treatment to try to, you know, try to turn the dog's health around or the animal's health around. It can often be a last resort and hydrotherapy can have these miraculous, absolutely remarkable um, transformations with animals. Um, I've got a couple of ladies who I've worked with who've had dogs who've gone to them where they've literally been told that they would, might never walk again and they've walked, which is just incredible. That's really inspiring and that's such a heartwarming, feel-good story for your local media. So if you've got a story about an inspiring animal, it could be a rescue dog who had a terrible start in life, who's now a pets as therapy dog or doing something lovely for their community. That can be a really lovely story as well. Maybe you left your former career to start to work with animals. Again, that's really fascinating. People love to hear those from, you know, from police officer to dog trainer, from fashion designer to cat behaviourist, that kind of thing. People love things like that. And are you involved in supporting a charity or a community project? So if you're doing something amazing for your community or you're doing something in a charity to help others, again, that can be a really lovely community feel-good story. The really important thing is to have a think about what's going to be interesting to people who follow or read the publication you're pitching to. So a really good example is um, dog trainer Zoe Willingham from Best Behaviour Dog Training. So she came and did my five-day challenge back in May uh, this year and Zoe had tried to pitch to the media a few times and she'd always been told to take out an advert, which is frustrating but that, that sometimes happens. Anyway, she came on the challenge, she wanted to learn a bit more about how to, you know, how to give journalists what they want. And during the challenge, um, we were, you know, we were all kind of chatting on the Facebook comments and that kind of thing. And I said, you know, tell me about your stories. And she piped up and said that she lived with 17 dogs and 35 cats. So I'm literally like on the challenge, on the live going, oh my gosh, this is an amazing story. You've got to tell people about this. And she typed in and said, oh, you know, I've talked to the local press before, but they've tried to make me take out an advert. And I was like, no, we've got to repackage this. This is an amazing story. Anyway. Um, we worked on her story, her pitch, and it got picked up by um, the Daily Mirror. It got picked up by her local paper over in Suffolk, and she also appeared in Real People magazine. And what was happening was Zoe was going to the local media, and and she was going with loads of going with good ideas. But the the story that was just so brilliant was the one about her having all of these animals. And I think sometimes we think, you know, we think we just do what we do, don't we? And we think, oh well, this is just this is just, you know, this is just what we do. I live with 17 dogs and 35 cats. That's, you know, that's just Zoe's life. She doesn't think it's extraordinary, but actually, you know, as soon as she told the people in the challenge and myself as a journalist and Sophie, who's on my team, who's also a trained journalist, we were like, oh my gosh, this is an amazing story. We've got to get this out there. So something that you think is really, you know, ordinary, run of the mill, it's actually something really interesting that will really be um, fascinating to the media. So, have a think about what stories you've got. You will definitely have stories in your business and in your life. And as I say, something that you think is normal is something really fascinating to other people. Um, so another tip here is to read other stories in the outlets that you'd like to feature for inspiration. So if you really want to be in Coast magazine, like Michelle was from Scruffy Little Terrier, she went through that magazine and she found different um, parts of the magazine that she could potentially fit into. One was... Um, one was a sea dog section where they talk about 
Um, they have like a special page all about dogs. So Coast Magazine is all about living by the coast. They have a dog page where they talk about dogs and products and that kind of thing. So she um, she had a mention in there for one of her products. And then they came back to her and they actually had a Coast character page. And that's where they speak to people who live by the coast and they share their stories. So they did one feature about her product and then went back to her for her own personal story. So that's because she went through the entire magazine and she thought, right, where can I fit in? So you can do the same there as well. So for step number four, I would love for you to find the right person to pitch to. So one of the things that happens when I speak to people and they've tried to pitch to the press before, but they've not, um, they've not been successful or they've not had a great experience is quite often they will have sent an email off to editor at or news at, and sometimes those emails will just vanish. They won't be monitored. Like if you think, um, I mean, we all get a lot of emails, but when you work on a newspaper or even as a freelance, you get, you know, I get probably around 400 emails a day. So I would check my Rachel at Warrington Guardian email, but I might not be as on it with the news at email. So chances are that your email could just vanish into the ether. So it's really important that you research and find the right person who you want to approach. And if you're stuck, if you can't find any names in the newspaper, then ring the office and just say, can I speak to the news editor or could I have the email address of the news editor? Another really useful thing for you to do which will really make a difference is have a good look through the newspaper find out who covers which different area um, for example where I used to work on the Warrington Guardian they have the different villages and areas in the town are divided into different sections in the newspaper so every week they'll have a limb grappinol and fellwall page so people who live in those three villages will go to that page to read about news from their villages now, if I had a business in Lim, I would go to the writer for the Lim Grappinall and Bellwall page to tell them about my, you know, my Santa, my Christmas jumper walk for puppies. And they'd be like, that's, you know, they'd probably be, probably think that's going to be a really lovely picture story, a, Christmas, a, a photo of a load of puppies walking in Christmas jumpers. So find the writer who covers your actual uh, patch, which is your village suburb. Um, or the other thing that you can do is find um, the reporter who covers features or who covers, you know, human interest stories. So if you were pitching a story about how you'd raise lots of money for the local dog shelter, what you'd want to do is find a reporter on that publication who's already written about the local dog shelter before. So you would go to Google, you'd search the name of the newspaper, you'd search the name of the shelter, and then you'd find the name of the reporter who'd written about it before, and then chances are they're going to want to write about it again. So if you approach them, they're more likely to be interested in what you've got to say. You could even send them a message and say, you know, hi Sarah, I saw that you wrote about Warrington Animal Welfare, I wondered if you might be interested, interested in my story about what I've done for Warrington Animal Welfare. So find the right person who to pitch to. If you are, you know, if you are sending an email about, you know, a chihuahua party to the person who writes about politics, chances are it's not going to get through to them. They're not going to be interested in what you've got to say. However, if you send it to the person who writes a weekly column about dogs, then they are going to be all over that story, aren't they? Again, if you download the PDF, it will link to a bonus um, podcast episode that you can go and read or listen to about how to find the right journalist to contact with your press release so we'll go into a lot more detail there but I've given you an overview there so I hope that um, I hope that will help you find the right person 
So step number five is all about writing your pitch. So it might sound daunting, it might, you might think, oh, I don't think I can do that. But honestly, it's really simple, don't overthink it. All you need to do is give a brief summary of what your story's about. So here are a few prompts for you to follow. So start with a simple introduction, be friendly, keep it short. Something like, hi, name, I'm just getting in touch to see if you might be interested in a story about, and then what it's about. Your pitch should be no longer than between 150 to 200 words. Do try to make your pitch into bullet points as well. So if you were pitching about how to stop um, your dog suffering, suffering with separation anxiety when you go back to work, you might say, um, you know, I'm a dog trainer from Warrington and I can talk about steps owners can follow to prevent separation anxiety when they return to work. My tips include, you know, one, getting a dog sitter or getting a dog walker to go and see the dog. Two, um, making sure that the dog has enrichment toys to play with. Three, um, setting up a dog cam so you can check on them. And four, you know, not leaving the dog for any length of time. So really succinct, but you can go into more details when you do the interview or write the piece. Um, always include your phone number because a journalist might, need, might call you to chat. And also be prepared because sometimes if they... You send them an email, they like the idea, they can ring you straight away, particularly if they, you know, they're working on to a deadline and they want to get that story done and dusted. So do be prepared. Um, again, if you have the PDF, there will be a link um, to a bonus podcast, which is how to prepare for a media interview in 10 simple steps. So go and go, if you want to go into more detail there, you can go and click on that link and either read that as a blog post or listen to it in more detail as a podcast episode. So that is it, my five simple steps to getting your pet business in the press. So just as a little recap, step number one is to think about who it is that you want to reach. Do you want to reach dog owners in Warrington? Do you want to reach people who own schnauzers across the UK? Do you want to reach people who have anxious cats? Think about who it is that you want to reach. Then we think about the different publications where you want to be featured. So we want to be hitting the publications where the people who you want to reach are reading or listening or watching. We want to go to the outlets that they're consuming. Step number two. Step number three is to think about a story to give them. So remember, we have to give them something newsworthy. It's all about the reader. It's not about you. Step number four, find the right person to pitch to. We want to find the person who's going to be most likely to say yes to what it is that we've got to offer. And step number five is to write your pitch and don't overthink this. It's a lot easier than you think and you can absolutely do this. I have hundreds of people who take part in my free challenge who write pitches and who get a yes and they end up in the paper. If you want to join my challenge as well, do go and sign up for that. That is also on my website. You can sign up for the challenge which will be happening in January. It is starting on Monday, January the 10th to Friday, January the 14th. And it's a free five day challenge where you basically, you get basically, you go through what I've talked about here, but you actually get it done on the challenge. So if you've listened to this podcast and you want to put it into action, you don't want to listen to it and think, oh, I'm just, that'll go on my list of things to do. Do come and join the challenge as well. As I say, you can go and grab the download for this episode and that will walk you through it all. It will It's all written out there for you. You can write on it, you can put your ideas on it, you can put your outlets on there and then that's something for you to keep and work through as well. And finally, enjoy being in the spotlight. So if you go through the steps that I've given you here and you follow them all, then I can pretty much guarantee you're going to get in the press. If you don't, I will eat my hat and I don't 
have many hats and I don't have any that I would really like to eat but if you do follow the steps as I've explained here you, it will definitely help you get in the press so do let me know how you get on do come and keep in touch and keep me posted do send me any links or anything that you have after you followed these steps you can find me in my free Facebook group which is the publicity for pet businesses community or on social media I'm on all platforms at Rachel Spencer UK so come and say hi come and let me know how you get on I'll put all of the links from my Facebook group and everything else in the show notes as well so you can go and connect with me and good luck following my five steps to get in the press thank you again so much for supporting the podcast and I look forward to seeing you raising your profile in 2022 thank you for listening to the publicity for pet businesses podcast for more free resources and ways to promote yourself as a pet entrepreneur visit www.publicityforpetbusinesses.co.uk